Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. I have been telling you for how long that we need to go to Best Friends Therapy together. Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we'll get you some disinfectant for your cooch if you need it, if you just got out of jail. <laughs> Oh my god i'm amy archer and i'm here with my bestie my spaghetti to my meatball steph hi steph what's up do you what's know up, that today is national girlfriends day oh it's our day yeah, it's our day <laughs> i'm not wearing my you have the cutest little sweater on and normally i'm a big fan of a sweater or a cardigan oh yeah i always have a sweater on as Even a writer i have 87 in my closet but mm-hmm. you know as not a writer on. I still have 87 in my closet. Well, you're so. you're a lady of a certain age like me. I am. We and like I a nice look. I map. have like tissues in my pocket. <laughs> Cough drops. <laughs> I don't have those. I have tissues, chapstick. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. There you go. I'm a whole okay. situation. So um, just up front, I want to announce that we are not going to be here next week because Stephanie is taking a much deserved vacation and I am insisting that she do not does not record from her vacation. She tried, but I'm insisting she does not. I did try. So I mean you're just gonna have to wait and find out if John is banging Summer Wheatley. (laughs) (laughs) Which I wanna say also, I know it's Summer Higgins, but it's so hilarious that I called her Summer Wheatley, which is the Napoleon Dynamite character. I know she's forever Summer Summer Wheatley. Summer Wheatley for sure. Yes. Yep. Um, All right. So we're going to jump right in. Up top, I just want to say, you know, if you haven't already, get into our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. We have a lot of fun in there. Um, You can slide into my Backdoor Friends. You can slide into my DMs. Do whatever you want. Slide into me. Don't slide into my (laughs) Backdoor. All right. And actually, don't even slide into me because I'll probably fall and get hurt. So. Today we're looking at Yellowstone Season 5, Episode 4, Horses in Heaven. And I will say this, 
my voice is a little raspy today, but I'm like, you know what? Good thing for this show because I'm going to need to rely on that quite a bit. I know. I'm going to try not to sniffle. It's hard. I also have, I have a real bad feeling that I want to talk out at the end that I feel like either Beth or John are going to die. Really? Now, I did not see to the end of season five, part one. I know you did. So if you know, but we don't, I'm assuming if a major character has died in season five, I'm assuming they're going to save that for the latter part of Um, season five. I'm not saying anything. Okay. All right. So we open on Beth and she's in jail and she's (laughs) hanging out with some woman who is allegedly roughed up by a cop. Now, Beth is forever wearing her best... Uh, Winona Ryder at the end of Heather's oh outfit God. and look. Can I just tell you, I feel like this is so bad for me to even say, but I can't stop staring at her boobs in this dress. I mean, she's a gorgeous She's woman. gorgeous, but I just mean, holy hell. Yeah, she looks Really great. beautiful. I'm like, crap, look at those. She oh, looks this. really great. She's so beautiful. So this girl is telling her that she was beat up by the cop who arrested her, and I just wrote... So let's put a, put a dirty cop on the chessboard because I'm sure this will come into play mm. later on somehow. Mm-hmm. All right. Of course, Beth and the girl rage on these California women. Some California bitch hit on my husband. How did she know that woman was from California? Well, don't forget she did say to to Rip that her husband was in Sacramento. Remember? Right, but how did that information get to Beth? You don't think that she and Rip had any kind of conversation before she was taken in the police car? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Beth was screaming like, that California bitch. I don't know. All I know is, guys, come at us if you live in the state of California and are really offended by the portrayal of your state in this show. They really don't like it. Like it's I like mean, Taylor it's... Sheridan must have like had a California girl really burn him in Seriously. some way. Yeah. Wow. He's pissed. So Beth says, I am the wrath of a woman scorned. Like, okay, okay. dude, he hit she hit on your husband for five seconds. I know. Like she didn't even touch him. Like, get out of here. I know. It's so ridiculous. So, she's ridiculous and he was literally this. like, get the fuck away from me. So how is she scorned? I know. Because he's the best. So she leaves and Jamie is waiting for her. And I told Stephanie, somebody called him the the Eagle Muppet, and I can never unsee this. I know. I thought the exact same thing when they showed him. It's it's a podcast. Shout out to them. It's called John Dutton Must Die. It's pretty good. Oh, my God. And he calls him the Eagle Muppet. And yep. Nothing yep. has ever been more accurate. <laughs> For sure. It's so bad. So Jamie says he'll try to get her out of this, but it's complicated. And he's like, you've really done it this time. And then he says, we need to hope that this woman doesn't file charges because this will be disastrous for our father. And she, of course, goes, you mean my father? I know. I mean, and I then, would have done the same thing. Fuck him. You would have done the same thing. I, You know what? I need to go back and rewatch. It's in season three. Mm-hmm. The episode where he takes her to the clinic. Because I need mm-hmm. to thoroughly watch that and understand what happened. Did mm. he seem confused about the forced sterilization? Did he seem regretful about it? Did he seem contemplative? I need to understand what Jamie was in that moment. I actually don't remember. So if you I rewatch don't it, let me know. <laughs> I need I need to. I need to. 
So she Beth basically tells Jamie, like, I don't fucking care what you have to do to make this go away. Mm-hmm. Or else, you know, I'm telling everyone you killed your daddy. I, I don't Ugh. know. Whatever. So John is scheduled to be, now we see John Dutton. And he's in the halls of the uh, governor's mansion. And he is scheduled to be at an educator's luncheon. And he's like, cancel it. And <laughs> I call him his girlfriend, her, his girlfriend, but it's not. It's his assistant, Clara. <laughs> so Clara's like, well, you have to go to this meeting. And he's like, who's going to be there? And she starts rattling people off. And he's like, why are there no educators there? When there's teachers there, I'll go. <sighs> we'll get into it, but this I man know. does not understand how government works. I know. Okay. I actually even, like, when I was taking notes, I was like, he acts like he's so stupid. Like, he looks so stupid. Because he kind of is in this area. It's this, like, principled stand against everything. Yeah, and it's just like... There's no nuance. It's like, well, yes, there aren't teachers at the educator meeting, but teachers don't make the laws around education. Unfortunately, do I wish they were before. I know. Bane of my existence. I know. Like, if you want to make a difference, go to these luncheons and get in that room. Mm -hmm. And maybe say, like, why don't we have teachers here? Instead of just not showing up. Okay. Mm. So he's walking down the hallway. He runs into his policy advisors meeting. And he's freaking out that he's not there. How are they making my policy if I'm not there? And, okay. So my understanding is the policy advisors meet. And they go over everything, and then they would come to him with, like, a slate of things that they want to talk about. Right, you would think there would be, like, an agenda. Yes, this is not... He Mm. wants to micromanage everything. Everything, I know. He's treating the government like the ranch. Thank you. Yes, this is is not the bunkhouse. Right! But, like... Exactly. I feel like on the ranch, he understands that, like, Rip comes to him... Gives him, like, a summary of what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is how government works, dude. I mean, you're not... I know. You, yeah. Well, how... He walks and he's like, what policies are we discussing? Like, what? <laughs> you don't know? Then there's some talk about solar panels and sagebrush and sage growls. And I don't know. <laughs> he fires everybody. And then he says to Clara, how much money have we just saved? And she's like, $1.72 million. Okay. I don't like her. Right. No, she was uh, like whatever. I'm not into her. This is just it. You know, maybe city government works at this level, but do you honestly think like Mitch McConnell is going to Joe Biden and being like, "Can we pay the teachers in Kentucky less money because I hate teachers?" Like, no, Mm-mm. that's not how this works. I mean, they put just... together like he is an education secretary. They put everything together. The education secretary comes to him. And it's like, here's the three things we want to do. Can I just say that that latest, like, Mitch McConnell meme that's going on around him just standing there with the blank stare. I want to feel bad, but it's, like, it's really funny, but it's also really sad. I didn't see the meme. I saw the actual thing. Well, no, I saw it, too. But, I mean, people are making memes of it and just saying, like, and it's just, it's it's like, I feel bad laughing. I mean, Mitch McConnell's silence... Speaks volumes. Always has. Mm -hmm. So he gets to his office and U.S. Park and Wildlife are waiting. And they tell him the wolves were killed on his ranch by his cowboys. Is that And John's like, (laughs) John's like, you think my cowboys killed them wolves? And the ranger's like, I think your cowboys killed them wolves. So then John calls Rip on speaker. Now, Rip 
I have to give Rip credit here. I know. Uh, let's reenact this, right? I'm going to be okay. <clears throat> Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello. Ring. <laughs> rip I'm trying to jar. figure out how to be. Wait, who am I? Am I Rip or am you're I John? Rip, you're All right. Rip. All right. Hello. Rip, it's John. Hey, John. <laughs> I got some 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 heat up in here asking about some wolves. You know anything about that? Yeah, those those dudes were here earlier. I don't know what the hell's going on with them. Do you know anything about wolves being killed and collars being put on logs and sent down the river? No, they asked me that too. I don't know nothing about it. Sorry, boss. Were you in a were you in a threesome with my daughter? We could talk about that later. <laughs> I don't think you're right, talking about son. that. I'm back. Bye. I'm bye, big, not baby rip. I'm big rip. Oh my god, this is like so bad. <laughs> okay. Everybody. So while if like anyone's dude, still hanging on, they just all hung up. If anyone's listening. Okay, so the wildlife dude is like, we are not the only people tracking these collars. Like, just an FYI, we might be able to sweep this under the rug, but. There are some really powerful NGOs paying for this research, and they're going to come to the same conclusion, and they're going to come after you with both barrels. And what does John Dutton say? Looking forward to it. Oh, God. <laughs> like, it's so dramatic. I, I love to make fun of him, but I would also totally bang him. Uh, yeah. A hundred million percent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Summer Wheatley. I mean. I need help. Of course. I need help. Do we need help, though, or are we just human? I think we're just human. We're just human. We are backdoor trash. That's what we are. All right. We just belong on the trash pile. (laughs) The shoe fits. After they leave, John gets a call from Jamie, and Jamie is telling him what's happening with Beth, and John's just like, I can't take this anymore. And he says to Clara, who's my crisis manager? And she's like, well, that would be your press secretary, who you never hired. So I guess it's me. Then he calls up Lynette and they make plans, Linnell, sorry, and they make plans for lunch. Now, are you in the John and Linnell camp of they belong together? Yes. 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 Okay. This Summer Wheatley shit. It's actually super annoying. Super annoying. The Summer Wheatley thing. Oh, I'll get to it. I have real problems with it. I have real problems with it too. But I also think that this situation would never happen in real life. I mean, none mm. of these would. Why am I even saying that? We'll get there. We'll get All there. Right. All right. Jamie meets with Beth's victim and intimidates her because she's from California, the devil's playground, the trash heap. <laughs> and he says, you don't need to hit someone to commit assault. You just have to present a threat. And you low-life California scumbag, get the fuck out. Yeah, just yeah. California, California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's basically like, okay, uh, I'm out of here. The other attorney says, you just saved me a bunch of paperwork. Thanks a lot. Now we see little John Dutton's funeral procession and everyone is real, real sad. And Monica is rocking the short hair, Mm -hmm. but she still has a little bandage on her nose. I mean, she's so fucking fucking gorgeous, though. She is amazing. Okay. Mm. I mean, so is Casey. They're well matched. But she was so beautiful. Can you imagine what Tate is going to grow up to look like? (laughs) Oh God, we're gross. Little Jason Momoa. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Momoa, get out of here. So we come upon Mo. Now I have a problem Uh, with this scene. We come upon Mo and his boy, Mo and his gang, and mm -hmm. they're digging Little John's grave. Yeah. 
And Rip approaches, and Mo asks him about the dead horse, mm-hmm. John's dead horse. And Rip says, I have an excavator coming tomorrow to bury him. I have a question. Okay. This ranch is supposedly 775,000 acres. Okay. That's a lot. And of he acres. doesn't have an excavator. You know what? what? That's really weird. But what? then I was thinking. I live on 50 acres and we have an excavator. You do? Yes. Oh. It's okay. so weird. Why would you not? You run a farm. This is a vital piece of equipment. I don't understand. These guys dig everything by hand? Jesus. No, they hire someone to come and do it. Right, but do you know how much money they're wasting? Um, they right. can get so an excavator need, for like 30 grand. So we need to get you in on the financial planning of the ranch. Yes, because they need an excavator. They're probably paying somebody $1,000 every time they come out. Wow. It's so stupid. I would so do it for half that. So... <laughs> <laughs> I will excavate that dead horse's grave for $200, Alex. (laughs) Okay. So uh, basically Mo is like, well, can we take the dead horse corpse, which probably is filled with maggots and flies at this point, and can we bury it next to the baby? And Uh Rip's like, sure, but I'm going to get you some help. And he yells for the guys to get some shovels and they're all going to dig because... Why spend 30 grand on an excavator that would take you five minutes to dig that hole when you can tie up your entire workforce for a day (laughs) doing it? (laughs) So now at lunch, John and Linnell, who looks amazing, Mm -hmm. they're talking about the job. And she has a couple points of advice for him. Number one, she tells him, avoid the wolves. Buffalo and wolves were like the bane of my existence when I was governor. And you need to get away from them. Number two. She's saying you need to get an environmental officer to act as a liaison between the environmental groups and you because you're going to blow this because you I can't can, come in there like a hammer. We can immediately see where this is going. I, I, You know what? I did not. I did. I did not because I forgot all about summer week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then she scolds him a little bit about the school meetings and it was mm. so cute because she's like, Maybe one of those kids will be inspired to go into government. That's what happened to me. I was like, oh, little Dinah Marler, because that's how I know her. So, oh, my God, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, so shit. He, he tells her about Beth, and she tells him, well, you could pardon her, but you really shouldn't. You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, let me be real clear. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But he's like, mm, the wheels are turning, and the... The boner started to rise. <laughs> I mean, the blood is pumping to little John. So, oh God! So here's what's so ridiculous: like he's so hot, but the idea of like thinking him, thinking of him, I know it's so weird. Summer right? Wheatley is so weird. I know we need we need dirty. couples therapy. We need we to do. go together and get right. Orna to talk to us about. I this. have been telling you for how long. That we mm-hmm. need to go to best friends therapy together. We we need to go to Orna specifically. Well, yeah. Like, can you help us with our attraction to John Dunn? Because it's can weird and we don't know what to do with it. With our attraction to many. Yes. All right. So then he perks up about the pardoning and she tells him good governors initiate action and bad governors just react. And then she says to him, this job will be as much your legacy as the ranch is. And I thought that was a good yeah. thing to say. Mm -hmm. All right, now we have 
one of the most intense scenes between Jamie and Beth. Another scene where Beth is acting like a fucking maniac. Oh God, but I felt it so deeply. <sighs> so Jamie gets Beth out of a light out with a light charge of disorderly conduct, and of course she's ungrateful. <clears throat> and they're mm-hmm. driving. He he has to give her a ride back to the ranch. And they're driving and she notices his car seat. And she starts going bananas. And she blame her. I this is what I'm saying. I have to rewatch that episode because I don't know. I mean, no, but she also needs intense therapy over this because she should not be acting this way. Well, at almost fifty years old. No, but everything that happens in this show is unrealistic. Right, but she's. Can we for a second? Where the fuck did the baby come from? Like, I feel like he had the baby with that campaign manager and the campaign manager. He kept that hidden from the entire family. And I completely forgot about her. Mm -hmm. I don't know where she is now. Exactly. That's what like the, I was like, whoa, that threw me. Like, I don't know if he sees this baby enough to warrant the car seat being in the car the entire time. It was just super weird. There was And knowing the placement of the baby car seat was behind Beth's seat. How did she not see it when she was getting in the car? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't know. Doesn't add up. Well, maybe if the, if the windows are really tinted, you wouldn't see back there. Maybe, maybe. So she's freaking out. God gave you a boy. God gave you a boy. She beats the shit out of him while Good. he's driving. Good. And she's yelling, you have my womb cut out of me and God gave you a boy. Now she gets out of the car and he starts chasing her. And he says, Beth, taking you to that clinic is the greatest regret of my life, which is the f- closest thing to an apology we've ever heard. The closest thing to seeing Jamie have any ounce of humanity. Yeah. Yeah, truly, I hate him so much. Well, the this is the problem with the writing in this show, though. We are supposed to hate Jamie. I know. Like, on paper, he has done terrible things, especially to Beth. I know. But Beth is so awful that it almost makes Jamie, like, I almost feel empathetic towards Jamie. Oh, for sure. And I shouldn't. Uh, Well, no. I mean... uh, he was a kid. I mean, how can you I hold know. any of that? He was a kid. I know. Oh, uh, it's hard. And though. he probably, I have to, again, I have to rewatch it, but I, I don't, now, did he fully understand what that meant? I know. Now you I know. Have, I don't now know. You have, you have me questioning as well. Yeah. I, don't I have to, I have to watch it like and go frame by frame by frame yeah. by frame. <laughs> 
So she says, well, with the shit you've done, that's saying something. And um, she says, what he, what's he named? And she said, he's named after me. And what's he named? Yeah, what'd you name him? She goes. And Jamie said, he's named after me. And Beth says, uh, I won't tell anyone because he's gone. You can't tell anybody. You can't tell anybody. And she goes, I won't tell anyone. I'm going to take him from you. I'm going to rob you of fatherhood. You don't deserve him and he deserves better. Um, and next time you see him, you can kiss him goodbye because he's good as gone. Oh, my God. And how about how shit scared he got? Like, he, he booked it. I would be terrified. I know, as he should be. I just thought that scene was so funny, the way that he, like, booked it back to the car. Like, you could see he was terrified. But this is what I'm talking about. Would you for one second doubt that Beth would kill a child? I don't think she would kill a child. Anger. Mm -mm, I don't. No, a child? No, I do not. I don't know, dude. I don't. don't. Mm -mm. So I I, I think she's capable of anything. And that says a lot. See, I took that as more of she's going to screw with the kid's mother to get her to keep him to keep the child from Jamie that's how I, mean, I interpreted that in this hmm in that case who suffers the kid Don't like that I know but like I get it I know but she's also stunted in her yes mental, yes she is you know do you know yes, what I mean is. so I yes. think they all are in yes. some bizarre way I agree so Jamie walks back to his car, screams in anger and rage, and then really thinks about hitting Beth with his car. Because she's walking, and he has the perfect opportunity. I'm screaming, do it. No. Do uh, it. And then uh, just drive away. Oh, no. I was but so But he pissed. chickens out at the last second, and he swerves, and a good Samaritan stops and picks Beth up. And the guy really is good. Like, I, yeah. I was nervous. I was nervous, too. But then he has mm-hmm. a little kid in his backseat. She's yeah. like, mom's going to kill you. <laughs> I know. Beth's like, is your mother the jealous type? Uh, Funny. So John arrives back at the ranch just in time to spy little John's funeral ceremony. I just referred to John's penis in the last scene as little John. I I gotta make that distinction. uh, Yuck. I I know what we'll do. We'll call John's penis little cowboy. Oh! And we'll call... We'll call... We will call the... The, the baby who passed. Actual baby John. Actual baby John. Okay. okay. Baby John or little John? Baby little John. John. How about baby John? Okay, baby John. So oh, then baby, yeah, little so John baby and baby, and baby John. John. Okay, that, I okay. feel better Ooh. about that. Little John is the dick. The, the dick. And then and baby John is, is the dead baby. Dead baby. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that, he's, that's better. he's here in time to spy baby John's funeral and he and Beth watch from afar and they don't mm-hmm. intrude. Monica puts her braid on the coffin. John tells Beth to get some fucking impulse control, mm-hmm. which send her to therapy, dude. And I also wrote, that's real rich, John, coming from you, considering what happens later. Seriously. Beth also tells John, when I die, just cremate me and throw me into the wind. Then Thomas Rainwater approaches John and they set up a meeting at the casino. Now, after this, we have one of the greatest scenes between John and Monica. I was sobbing. Me too. (laughs) I sobbed even the second time I watched it. Yes. Yes. Uh, It was my favorite scene. I think that has ever happened yet. He's always, I've always enjoyed John and Monica's relationship. 
Same. Because he knows that okay. she does not like him. I know. She knows that she, I shouldn't say she doesn't like him, but she's not here for the bullshit. Right. She's right. not here for the hero worship that his yep. kids do. Yep. And so I think he has a respect for her that he doesn't have for other people. Even his own children. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you so, ever feel like Beth and John are a lot alike? Oh, 100%. Right? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think what we've seen of John now, now we're going to call that John, <laughs> young John. <laughs> what okay. we've seen of young John, he he's crazy. Like Beth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. I mean, he like sprayed that dude down with pesticides. Oh, my God. That was so weird. Probably killed him. Oh. So John tells Monica, no one really knew this, but, oh, sorry. No one really knew this. There we but go. But I had a baby brother named Peter. And he says Peter only lived a few hours. And then he says that when their oldest son, Lee, was born, when John's oldest son, Lee, was born, the father, the grandfather, looked at him and turned white as a ghost. And he said, you know, um, Peter lived a perfect life because he only knew the love of your mother. And he said said something like, I'm paraphrasing here, but something like, only we know it was too short. And I thought that was really amazing. Mm -hmm. And so he says, baby John lived a perfect life because he only knew you and he knew that you loved him. It was really touching. So touching. touching. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Taylor Sheridan can write this. I know. But like, what a perfect thing to say. It was the perfect thing to say. It was the perfect thing to say. And like, it's real hard to find something to say to somebody who's lost a child. I know. It was the perfect thing. Perfect. So with Casey, he takes a little different approach. He does tell him that naming him, naming baby John after me means a lot more than you'll ever know. And Casey's like, I know what it means. Then he gives him the badge back and he's like, hang on to this. Even if you don't use it. Now's not the time to stop drawing a paycheck. And then he says, I'll help you find your replacement if you want. And Casey says, yeah, I do. I want you to. Mm -hmm. Casey is not here for this. No, he is not. He chose Monica. Yes. So later we have Rip walking up and, you know, it's kind of dusk. And he and John sit on the porch and they're chatting about the ceremony. And Rip says they probably wanted the horse buried next to the boy so he has something to ride in heaven. They talk about the branding of the cows and how they're going to help another farm with theirs. And then they're going to start their own next week. And he's like, will you be there? And John's like, I'll be there. I'm telling you, I think John's going to die. Oh, God, don't say I just have this feeling. I know, you're probably right. So they talk about the wolves and Rip tells him what happened. And Rip says, I tried to outsmart them and I couldn't. And I'm sorry, sir. And Rip says... The wolves are in a place no one will ever find them. So you know they're going to be found. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to be found. <laughs> like, I trust Rip implicitly, oh, but yeah. the way that they said that made me think. Made you think otherwise, right. And then John stares off into the distance and says, horse, horses in heaven. Wouldn't that be something? Now we get oh. a really long montage of some cowboy shit, which this I was, was loving. My, so beautiful. First of all, a few things. The scenery of this whole like couple of minutes of this song mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed with the song need mm-hmm. to find out who that is I 
I know. Seriously? You told me. I know. I sent I know. it to you on Instagram. That's Zach Bryan. I love him. I know you did. I'm yes. just not yes. familiar, so I yes. don't remember. But it, this, this song really so put him on the map. Like this appearance of this song in Yellowstone yeah. really put him on the map. Okay. He's a kid. Yeah. He's great. He's fantastic. He's, so He's a great, fantastic though. writer. But I feel like the song and the scene, like it was so beautiful. It was, it was so perfect. And it came at such a at such like the perfect time in the show. At like I don't know. It just it was it was so perfect. I agree. I That's agree. That's a really dumb, like white trash way of saying I loved it. It was just so perfect. Because I can't find the words today. I'm just like, eh, I love No, it. I agree. I agree. It was beautiful. I enjoy- I always love watching them do cowboy shit. Mm. Now, the the horse stuff, the horse dancing, the dressage, yeah. that was a little much. Oh, yeah. A yeah. little yeah, much. Yeah. A little much. But I like this. Yes. So Agreed. some dude is talking to Rip, and he's like, it breaks my heart to think of the world that we're leaving them. Mm. And Rip says, me too, and I don't even have kids. Yeah. I, I have this all figured out, what I think is going to happen. Okay. Now we go to Summer Higgins, a.k.a. Summer Wheatley. She's in jail. Still looks perfect. I I don't know what's going on there. She's let out of jail suddenly, and John is sitting there waiting for her. And he's in his limo, and he just lowers the window. Mm -hmm. Like, real creepy. And he says he pardoned her. Well, we know he pardoned her. But he says this is supervised visit, supervised release for six months. And guess who's supervising you? <laughs> it's real bad. Like it is real. This is this is transactional. This is like uh, uh, it's. Uh, icky. I hate it. Icky. I hate it. I hate it. It's and a I, power imbalance. She probably feels like she has to bang him now. Like it's and bad. I hate what she says next. Mm-hmm. I hate the whole thing. So she's like, I'm not shacking up with you. She's like, I haven't had sex in a year, and that's the longest I've ever gotten. I'm still not fucking you. And you I'm don't like, talk like that to John Dutton. No, you don't. And sure as shit, bitch, I bet in five minutes you're fucking him. So fuck you. Well, he left. He leaves her no choice. Like, I, I got you out of jail. You're coming to stay at my house. Wink, wink. So but is that the worst thing that could happen? He needs to be with Linnell. With Linnell. I know. Yes. I know. I know. I know. So now we have Jamie and Sarah Atwood. Who has incredible, no, I got to do this, incredible vocal fry. I don't know what we're going to do about the business. <laughs> like, it's so bad. <laughs> she kind of talks like John. She does. It's market equity. Market equity. It's so I'm trying annoying. to decide it's whether little... or not I'm going to fry my vocal cords. I just so they a... should, go ahead. I, I just had a thought. We should probably cut this out because it we it's from before and I'm like out of place now. So never mind. No, go ahead. So I just had a thought though. When Rip said he doesn't have kids, do you think Beth is going to end up with Jamie's kid and then they're going to raise it as their own? Or do was, you think they're going to adopt Carter? I was going to talk about this at the end, but I could talk about it now. Okay. I think because Rip does not know what happened. I know, correct? Um, that was no, I think Beth, he knows. He, I think he the, knows now. I don't no, know. I think because, she, didn't Beth threaten him with that? Like, I'm going to tell my husband what you did, and he's going to come over here and murder you. Yes, but I feel like 
Maybe she tells him in a later episode and I'm confusing it. because Maybe she tells that. him but didn't tell him that she was pregnant with his child. Okay. I can't recall. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. And I do think that he knows. I just don't know if he knows yet. Okay. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Hmm. Um, here's what I think is going to go down. As somebody who's not seen this, you've seen the rest of the episodes. I have not. There is definitely going to be a point where Rip is informed of what happened. He is going to go after Jamie. Mm -hmm. And somehow Beth or John are going to die as a result of this. Oh, God. I just don't know what is happening. I don't want Beth to die. I don't know, but Rip better not die. I don't want any of them to die. I don't want Rip to die either. So back to uh, this drunk That would be horrible if Rip died. Like that's sinking oh, that in after you horrible. just said it. Like that that hurts a little. So Sarah Atwood invites Jamie to the bar where they get drunk and they flirt oh, and then so they bet. And for some reason Beth is there. I know. Like how did she know this was going down? I don't know. So this, she's there. She creeps me. she creeps up on them while they're banging and she takes out Sarah Atwood's ID and takes a picture of it. Yep. Later we see her in bed with Rip and she's thinking. And I love how he goes, well, you better think about something else. I know. That was great. (laughs) He knows her so well. He knows her so well. So she goes downstairs and she starts Googling Sarah Atwood and turns out that's not her real name. You know, whatever. Of course, she figures it out. I think Beth is going to get involved with Sarah Atwood and bring Jamie down. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought of that. Yep. So while she's doing this, she hears a noise behind her and she turns around. She sees Summer Wheatley in one of John's T-shirts running down into the kitchen to have a little midnight snack. Oh, God. Now. Here we go. They have this chat in the kitchen. We need to reenact this. Ready? Ready? Okay. You be Beth. Can you be Beth? I'm going to try. Okay. So you got to come in hard on me and be like. You know, I, I've done a lot of hard work to keep you in prison. Go ahead. All right, bitch. So I've done like a lot of hard work to keep you in prison. And now you're here and you're fucking my dad. I hope you need like an antibiotic. I'm going to get you some doxycycline for your cooter because you're so dirty <laughs> in jail and you pig and you're fucking my dad. I'm, um, I'm doing a lot of hard labor to oh, stay honey. out of work. If you know what I mean. Hard, like little John Hard. Oh, I bet you are. And your dirty cooter is going to give my dad a disease and I'd have to get him some doxycycline. And I have my hands on doxycycline because I've needed a lot of it. You know what? Can you, uh, while you're picking up my cleaner for my cooch, can you get me a toothbrush? Because I'm sick of using your dead mother's. <laughs> <laughs> It was so over the top. It was it was so bad. When your dad is motorboating my boobs, you know, I can't even see straight. Oh my god. I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna kick you in your cooter, you stupid bitch. You're fucking my dad. Oh my god. And it's like what? I know. Like it was so far-fetched. Summer Wheatley doesn't even look like someone that would ever have an STD. Let no, al- not no. that like we judge people that get STDs. No, now, she doesn't look like us. Real. She's not tra- back to Oh my god, like we are. <laughs> I've never had an STD. So Beth says, "I'm not starting this day sober." 
She goes out on the porch. She takes a long drink. The camera really spends a lot of time on that drink. I don't mm-hmm. know if drinking's going to become a thing with her. I know. I thought of and this And in too. the distance, she sees a fire raging across the mountain. Mm-hmm. Dun, this, was dun, a, dun. this was a really beautiful scene, though. I it love any scene. pan from that porch. Oh, so I know. Beautiful. That porch is amazing. So let's talk a little bit about what we're liking, what we're hating. So I am hating the Summer Wheatley stuff. I hate that too. I hate it. I hate her. John belongs with Linnell. We know this. That's who Beth had in mind when Beth suggested he start banging somebody. Not Summer Wheatley. I know. It's so bad. And it's so so bad. bad. And I just feel like Summer Wheatley, like the character, obviously, I don't think she would be falling for like John's stupid shit. Like, I, I just don't see her. First of all, first of all, she is somebody who is an activist. Yes. Meaning she has a strong ideological view of this. Yes. John is the antithesis of this. Exactly. Why, this would be like. I, this I would be like of, you shacking up with Trump. This No, this would be like me shacking up with the head of the NRA. I know, but, <laughs> like, but seriously, it just would not happen. It just wouldn't happen. It's it really bad. It's so poorly written, though, and yeah. that is the part I think that it's not the, even that the the story that like okay, he hooks up with her, whatever. It's just I feel like the whole thing is just so poorly written. It's, it's bad. Yeah, it's implausible. I hate it's, it. Like I could see if she hooked up with like say a Casey. You know what yes. I mean? Which she better not stay the fuck away yes. from him. Or even a Jamie, you could even Like, if see she it. hooked up with Casey and was kind of like, okay, you have the ruggedness of a cowboy, but, like, you're not buying into all yeah. that land shit. I don't even think she would hook up with a Jamie. It would be, like, someone from the bunkhouse. Right, but, like, somebody who's yeah. kind of, like, like big farm adjacent, yes. but isn't really r- calling the shots. Yes, yes, yes. So ridiculous. Agreed. So, all right. So what annoying. is something you're like? Um, I am loving, what am I loving? What am I loving? What am I loving? Um, I kind of love this. I loved this episode. I'm not going to lie. So I, I hated the cowboy stuff in this episode. I loved episode. it too. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I have. The beautiful scene with the cattle and the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that so much. I feel like we got a lot more. We got a lot of like humanity out of this episode, or like some oh, decency yeah. that the I Monica feel like, and John, yeah, that mean? I feel like we haven't had mm-hmm. in a lot of these episodes. And the Monica and John scene, I think, mm. is just did mm-hmm. me in. It was so beautiful. It was so perfectly done. Oh, I loved it. But I loved, I loved this episode. Although I'm gonna say, I do not think that I like Jamie having a kid I just feel like it's stupid I don't Um, like it I don't I I don't know if it's more more if it's worse like than Summer Wheatley though I don't know which one is worse the baby I know I'm in the minority but I hate Beth so much if she hurts that kid I'm gonna Uh, she's not gonna hurt that kid I won't put anything past her Mm -mm. I know my Beth she's not gonna hurt a kid okay all right all right, guys. So as I said, we will not be here next week because no. Steph's going to be in the Bahamas. Yeah, in the Bahamas. <laughs> I wish. Stephanie's going to be um, in Italy next week. <laughs> 
no, Steph's getting some beach time and she deserves it. So we I offered, I offered I to I record know. from I my know. beach house and you said no. So I know Amy doesn't want to give the people what they want. I don't. I don't. I know you all want more John Dutton and little John, and baby John, <laughs> baby John, and young John, but all kinds um, of Johns. It's like my therapy sessions. There's always like little Amy, teenage Amy, divorced Amy, single Amy. You know, we have all these variations of Amy in my therapy sessions. Love it. Um, So just subscribe. Stay subscribed. You'll see an episode from us in two weeks. In the meantime, Amanda and I are doing Yellow Jackets rewatch, which is a lot of fun. And Leslie and I are doing it just like that. And we're sticking to it. Please leave us a review. Please do leave us a review. You know, you can say something like, John Dutton and Little John are here to stay. I don't know. Or something like, we hate Beth, Amy. You're not alone in the universe. Or <sighs> Amy, how dare you? Beth is fantastic. But all of those comments should accompany five stars. Or something like, these reenactments are life-changing. Mm-hmm. My life will never be the same after hearing these. That's all the Emmys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Academy yeah. award-winning performances yeah. happening right here. Yeah, if you can, five stars helps us um, rise to the top of the search bar when Ooh. we want to. So. And that's important. Gets us off the backdoor trash pile and puts us in the in the Google <laughs> a results. Bit closer. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.